Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lecture 16. Arianism. Arianism, or the theological doctrine of Arius, a clergyman of the church in Alexandria, Egypt, who interpreted the Christian dogma of the Holy Trinity differently from the Orthodox. Specifically, to protect monotheism, Arius recognized the origin of the Son from God the Father on the basis of creation. This teaching was first condemned by the Council of Alexandria, 320, then it was rejected as contrary to the Christian faith by the Council of Nicaea, 325. And finally, it was condemned at the Council of Constantinople, 381. Arianism had many political supporters, including, for example, the successors of Emperor Constantine the Great. It completely disappeared in the 7th century. Arius taught about subordinationism following Greek thinking, Platonism, and its biblical interpretation, which he had acquired in the Catechetical School of Antioquia under the guidance of its founder, the priest Lucian. He began expressing his Christological views in sermons from AD 318. Later, Arius and Lucian found strong opponents, such as the Alexandrian bishop Alexander, who tried to explain the issues through theological discussion. After hearing the opinions of both sides, Alexander advocated that the Logos is in essence equal to the Father and like him eternal. For his part, Arius claimed that the Son of God was created from nothingness and there was a time when he did not exist. The Council of Alexandria, AD 320, which was attended by about 100 Egyptian and Libyan bishops, condemned Arius' teachings and excluded him from ecclesiastical unity. Arius, however, had already gained the support of the Libyan bishops especially Bishop Eusebius of Nicodemia, who had been influenced by the same Antiochian school. Excommunicated, Arius left Alexandria and found hospitality in Nicomedia, where he probably wrote his major work, The Feast. His case gained publicity, and so Bishop Alexander issued an opposite encyclical to all the bishops. 
The polemic between the two sides exacerbated the problem. Constantine wanted unity in the Church, so without going into the heart of the theological dispute, he ordered Arius and Bishop Alexander to reconcile. Bishop Hosius of Cordoba went to Alexandria with the imperial recommendation. He certainly advised the emperor upon his return and called the bishops to a universal synod council given there was another matter already waiting to be settled, the timing of the celebration of Easter. The emperor, who in 314 had already ordered the bishops to hold a synod in R, did not allow the convening of this council, but instead extended an invitation to all the bishops in the empire to gather together in Isaiah, Bithynia, in May 325. The fate of Arius was decided by the emperor after he was excluded from church unity at the Council of Nicaea. He was to go into exile in Illyria. In the autumn of 325, Eusebius of Nicodemia and Theognis of Nicaea were also exiled when they informed the emperor that they did not approve the creed of the council. The work of Eusebius of Nicomedia, supported by Eusebius of Caesarea, was aimed at rehabilitating Arius and removing the leaders of the conciliar camp rather than contravening the decisions of the council. This activity led to the exile of Bishop Eustachius and eight other bishops and the Council of Antioch in AD 331. Strengthened by this success, the Arians tried to remove Bishop Athanasius, the chief theologian of the Nicene Creed. Arius, released from exile in 328, obtained full rehabilitation from the Synod in Tyre. He was due to be solemnly received in Constantinople at the Emperor's request, but he died on the eve of his entry to the capital, 335. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.